0: Dr. Baker Jay Baker and this is the Monday before Christmas and I want to welcome you and I'm thank you that you welcome me into your home and we're going to talk about uh, let's see here uh, how how to get through the holidays with a single mind and so we're gonna go to prayer father I thank you and I praise you I pray for every person that's within the sound of my voice I pray for every person And their families and all of the things that are going on uh, at Christmas, because there has been a lot of deaths this year. I know that we've experienced them and clients and my patients and uh, people of my congregation have. And I thank you that you help us as we're going through what it is that we're going through to get through with a single mind. And that means that we get through with the mind of Christ. We give you praise, glory and honor in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit clinical on this and this week and next week, we're going to talk about the same thing. And that's the model of the Bible, the model of the kingdom of God. And uh, one of the things that we have to do is remember this when we walk, uh, uh, when we walk in the mind of Christ, miracle signs, wonders, and uh, situations straighten out. Everything looks very different. I know that this is a time that many people will be thinking, going through different kinds of depression. Depression will come at you many times as clinical. If you're on a medication, stay on it through the holidays. Don't try and get off of it because someone says something to you. If you're not on a medication, if it's just a depression or an oppression, many times what's going on is that it's really an oppression. It's the thoughts that you have within. But if I can help you, if I can assist you and keeping your thoughts clear, your thoughts uh, directed on the right thing, I guarantee you that uh, your feelings and your actions will be different. People do what they do because they believe what they believe. I'd like for you to repeat that to yourself. People, I do what I do because I believe what I believe. I feel what I feel because of what I believe and what I think about. Your beliefs go into thoughts. Your thoughts go into your beliefs. You think about something long enough and you begin to believe it. If you can change your thoughts, if your thoughts will change, then what it is that will come out of you, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we want to keep your mouth from speaking curses, speaking negative things, speaking things on yourself that you really don't want. As you speak, as you, you know, I have people in my family, I have clients that just blurt things out. They don't think twice. They don't even, some of them don't even think once before they allow something to blur, uh, to come out of their mouth. And then when they keep doing that, you can see the feelings, you can see how they are. I have a young man that I'm dealing with right now that I've just gone through some of this with him. I'm going through this with him. And he's going through a little bit of a heartbreak uh, because of a relationship that's not going the way that he wants it to. And he keeps speaking these words. I say, "How? Uh, what's going on? I'm having a hard time. I said, well, <laughs> You know, you're going to have a hard time as long as you keep confessing, as long as you keep saying, I'm having a hard time. I want you to 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 uh, look at what it is that the word says that we must trust. another, Another thing, we must trust in the truth. If you believe that the word of God is truth, then that's what you need to trust in. Truth must be received in the human spirit for it to have any effect on your lifestyle, the lifestyle. The truth is this, the truth is what it is that God says. If people that have died, if people that have left you, if uh, they have, uh, you you know, I have, uh, I I think we had a number of people in our congregation. I had uh, a niece that was only in her thirties. I had a granddaughter that committed suicide. Uh, one of my uh, my nieces, uh, she died just a couple of months ago, and her mother still is not able uh, to to really talk to anyone or to go through that. She had all of this life left for her. Uh, one of the friends that I had that. Uh, Sharon, I had been with her for 30 years. We've known each other for all that time. And then I had another friend, Linda, who had gone through a whole lot with me and I'd gone through a whole lot with her, flew down to where it was that she was. So all of these people, all of these things, they meant a lot to me. I had a daughter. Uh, that 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 left and uh, her family I mean a a spiritual daughter and but her family uh, uh, feels very different think that I was the problem of it all of these different things things that come from the outside what we're going to have to do and what I want you to do and I want you to think about doing is looking at truth truth must be received in your human spirit That means that your mind, your will, you must will to hear the truth. Now, the Bible says this. He uh, he will know the truth. He will know Jesus and what he knows about Jesus, what mind that he knows about Jesus will make him free. And so we're talking about the process of this. The Bible says in in Matthew six, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and and his way of doing and knowing and being and everything that you need will be added to you and what i'm talking about here is every thought every every emotion everything that you need will be added to you many times what when people read that scripture they're thinking about physical things But I'm telling you that uh, it's mental also. It's mental, emotional, psychological. It's all of these areas that you will receive what it is that you need. God says that I will do signs. I will do wonders. There are people that I believe will be delivered over this holiday. If you follow these simple instructions, okay? Uh, uh, God, um, he, he talks... Okay, belief is a therapy. It is a therapy. Whatever it is that you believe, it will work in your life. And let me just, let me read you a couple of things. Um, This is uh, Mark. Okay. And when, G, uh, and when he Jesus had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, "Hearken unto me, every one of you, uh, and understand. There is nothing from without that uh, uh, without a man that is entering into him that can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defiles a man." Now listen to this. The words and things that come at you, the accusations, the situation that have happened from the outside, that really cannot harm you, okay? But what it is, is this, you're emotional about it. Emotional things, love and peace and joy and and misery and thoughts that come from the adversary, they come to enter in. But we have to have it. You have to have it like you have to have guards on your ears, guards on your eyes so that it can help you to Keep what's in you. If it's the spirit of the fear of the Lord, if it's God Himself, uh, to keep that in you, so that you don't lose your your where you're going. You don't lose your peace. You don't lose your joy. You don't lose what it is that you have. Um, I, I'm really trying to, you know, I'm saying ah a lot, but that's because I'm I'm really trying to focus on what is necessary for you. I sense even. Uh, here that there's many people that are pulling on things because what's going on is people are looking at themselves financially. They're looking at the plagues that are going on. They're looking at the fact that they can't get to their family. Some areas are closed down. All of these things are on the outside. But what I want you to do and what I have to do, even myself, okay, I'm not talking at you. I'm talking to us. What we have to do is to remember that there is something greater on the inside of us than whatever it is that's going on on the outside. You have to do. You have to allow the therapon himself, which is Jesus, to to be to be the therapy that you need. Okay. When you look in the word, when it talked about he healed this one, it says that he therapon them. He therapy uh, at him. You look at it in Greek. And what that means is this, is that he is the ultimate therapon. He is the ultimate healer. And he's saying, when you rely on me, when you look at me and not look at the outward circumstances, this will be the greatest Christmas that you've ever had. We all know that Jesus was not born on December 25th, okay? probably in, in the month of September or whatever. But we're still going to celebrate him as the first fruit coming into this world, the way that he came through, came in. And the only way, he's been the only one that's come this way. He's, uh, but when we were born from above, when we were born again, what happened is that same spirit that raised him from the dead is the same spirit that made us a brand new creation. So we have to live in that brand new creation life, if we want to have it so that we're not uh, suicidal, we're not uh, homicidal, that we're not thinking of, we're not thinking in a way that is uh, disruptive or destructive to us. So remember, tell yourself. I do what I do. I feel what I feel because I believe what I believe. But my thoughts lead to my belief. My thoughts lead to my belief. If we can change your thoughts and you can catch that thought as soon as it comes in and compare it with truth, who is the name of Jesus, who is him. You know, I had this vision and I want you to get it with me. He says, at my name every knee will bow. Well, I started looking at that, and I see it as this, at the name of Jesus, spoken in faith, and knowing what's in that name, knowing that all power, the blood, the deliverance, the righteousness, peace, joy, all of those things are in his name. I saw speaking that name, and I saw all of these All of these situations, all of these demonic things that were after me, I saw them get on their face and bow their knees, bow their life and started to realize that it had no power. And then I was able to walk over them. I was able to walk through in victory. And I know that that was the name that has protected me. I want you to start to really study on the name of Jesus, the name and the blood of Jesus. In fact, don't study on it. Just meditate on it. Meditate on it. Go and ask Holy Spirit. Ask him. Say, help me. Help me to really understand. Help me to really see the power in the name of Jesus so that it's not just a name so that when I speak it, and I say in the name of Jesus, or I say that at the end of a prayer, it's not like, it's, it's, it's not like signing my name. But what it is, is this. What, uh, it's not a salutation. It's not a, what is it when you, you end something? I forget the word, but I'll find it later. Uh, but what it is, is this. It's power. It's authority it's ability, it's all of those things. And when I start to believe, when I truly believe that the name of Jesus is going to deliver me from whatever it is that I am walking into whatever problem that I am going through, then everything in me changes. My feelings change, my emotion change, the way I carry myself changes. I know that then I have the ability to decrease the weight. I know I have the ability to get through this situation. I know that I have the ability uh, uh, to get through the holidays or not just get through them, but to victory through them. Many of you are looking at it because you're lonely. I don't have a wife. I don't have a husband. I don't have a family around. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. I'm all by myself. This is another year. I'm not gonna put up this. I didn't put up Christmas tree. I didn't do this. I didn't do any of that. Because what's the use? The use is you. You are so valuable and so important. How? Why would you dare let it be? Because you don't have a woman or a man or you don't have somebody around that's from the outside that can can build you up my bible tells me and i want to give it to you he says stir up the faith stir up my faith that i have placed in you that the greater one i will never leave you i will never forsake you i will never just make you by yourself you have somebody you have somebody and if you're that lonely i don't care whether it's christmas or not call us at 9408-945-4439 And, and, and somebody will answer. In fact, I'll even have it. So that is directed into my home so that I can answer your call. I will talk to you on Christmas day. I will talk to you on Christmas Eve. I will help you through it. So you're not alone. So don't let the adversary give you that lie. Don't let it be that you start to feeling sorry for yourselves thinking that you are worthless thinking that you're not good enough thinking that you're you you can't perform because you weren't able to buy a lot of presents or whatever it is the present is you you are the present you are the gift because jesus lives on the inside of you and he made you a gift to others so get rid of that whatever story that your inner man, that, 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 that there, your soulish spirit is trying to tell you, get rid of it. Start to think about the truth. The truth must be received in the human spirit. For you to have an effect on your lifestyle. It's time for your, that your lifestyle, the things that you're doing, all of these things. I don't want you to walk in fear. I don't want you to walk in anxiety. God does not want you to walk in fear. And he does not want you to walk in anxiety. That's why I'm here. I'm not here because I don't have anything else to do. I'm not here because I like television. I don't even like to tape. That is not one of the things that I look forward to. But I look forward to being able to sow into you. I look forward to the fact that maybe I can say one thing, one thing that will help to change your life, one thing that can help you get over, one thing that will that, that can save a life. I have talked to many people that were suicidal and been able to change their, change their direction so that they didn't commit suicide. And when they didn't commit suicide, they found out their life was worth something. I, my, my granddaughter that committed suicide earlier this year, I didn't get to her. She didn't call me. She didn't call her mother. She didn't call someone that helped. and and she left. But I guarantee you this family is saying that the adversary will pay and I don't want you to feel that way. I want you to know that there is someone available to you. Someone that wants to hear from you. Have that singleness of mind. I am not by myself. Get an attitude about it. Just get your attitude and let it be known. If nobody else will talk to me, that loud Dr. Baker will talk to me and she will listen to me and she may interrupt And she probably will interrupt and tell you, no, we're going to change those words. You change your vocabulary. You change the way that you feel. Truth must be believed in your heart before it can change your behavior. You believe what you say a lot more than you believe what I say or anyone else says. And I want you to know that it doesn't take long for you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. One of my favorite scriptures, one of the things I live out of, it says, God says, trust in me. Trust me. Trust me with your life. Trust me with all of your heart. Trust me with all of your situations. Trust me with all of your circumstances. Trust in me with all of your heart. And don't try to figure these things out. Don't lean to that negative feeling. Don't lean to your emotions. Don't lean to those things. Lean not to your own understanding, but in every single solitary situation and even the bunches of situations. Acknowledge that God is greater. Acknowledge the name of Jesus. Acknowledge that that name, everything must change. That's the name. That is the name that he gave us. He's over all principalities. He's over all governments, all rulers. There is nothing as big and bad as him. He has, I mean, there is no flu. There is no no no. Any of it that's that's better that's ba- uh, that that can accomplish what he can accomplish, and he wants you in this earth. You have purpose. You have destiny. You have you have some. There are people that need you. When I was in the hospital with a collapsed lung. I had phone calls from people and the thing that they told me that, you know, here it is, somebody is is they're saying that you're dying, I'm not breathing right, my my lungs are collapsing and all of these things are going on and you expect people to call you and say, oh my gosh you know, uh, but the people that called me said, Dr. Baker, you cannot die I need you, I need you to help me with this, I need you to help me with this, I need you to help me with this and do you know that's what gave me what I needed to be able to come out because they said you know you're a part of my destiny uh you started showing me what's in me and i need this to come out i need these things to happen but i need you to help me that gave me strength that gave me something i can't let these people down evidently my purpose is not over my destiny is not over there is still life for me and this is what i'm telling you there is much for you there are people that need you uh, whether it's family members or not, I don't care how many people there are against you. I want you to stay single minded. I don't want you to think, well, maybe I'm not this or maybe I'm not that. Those are lies from the pit of hell and we're not going to pick them up and put them in your mind. Jesus said, Jesus gave gave long, exp- uh, 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 Jesus spoke and he let you know just how much you were loved. He let you know how valuable he were. Look at this, he went and he saw this woman at a well, a Samaritan, a, mix, a mixed culture person. And here it was, he stopped, he talked to her. I'm here to talk to you because Jesus wants to talk to you. He talked to her, he let her know where life truly was. She felt bad about herself. She had been married five times, probably apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. She probably married all of them. Anyway, uh, and he said, the one that you're with now, the one that you just shacked up with right now, he don't belong to you. So let's get rid of all of that. Let's change your destiny. And so as he changed, as she listened to him listen. She listened to him. She believed him. He spoke just like I'm speaking in your life right now. I know that I'm speaking into somebody's life. I know that, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm bringing something out of you. That's, that's supposed to be in you. There are people around you that can look and see what needs to happen and come out of you. I am, I am listening to you even right now because there is no distance in the spirit and God has people on this call, on this call before Christmas, on this call before the miracle time. This is a miracle time of the year and you expect the miracle in your emotions. You expect the miracle. You expect those drugs never to come back into your life again. You expect that that whoredom never to come back again. You expect that you are not trash, whether you're male or female, you're not trash. You're not somebody that somebody can use just to screw all the time. You are somebody that is valuable. You are somebody that has been blessed by God. You're made in his image after his likeness. And I call that best of you out of you in the name of Jesus. And don't be coming. Oh my God, what did she say? She said something that you can understand. That's what she said. She said how good you are, how God thinks that you are, how God uh, called you his righteousness. You are the righteousness of God. You are the righteousness of God because you are in Christ Jesus. You are seated in heavenly places and you remember where you are. Don't you dare think that all you are is a human being. No, you're not, baby. You are spirit. You are a spirit just like God is. And because you're a spirit, you live and you have much. You hear from him. Listen to this. You are the righteousness of God. Of God Almighty in Christ Jesus what can, and then you got the spirit of the living God living on the inside of you you got a threefold core that cannot be broken that cannot be destroyed so I want you to start changing these thoughts be single-minded be single thought I don't care what happens and it doesn't matter what kind of language you use to tell that thought it's got to go but you pull your Bible out and you start to do you start to look in this Bible and say this Okay, thought, here is what the real thought is. Here is what the truth is. The truth is this. The truth is this, that I am valuable, that I am important, that God has me here for a reason, that he wants me here, and he decided that I was here. I am a kingdom citizen. Move over into the kingdom citizenship. Don't just be a plain little old Christian. Move over into the kingdom citizenship. Seek the kingdom. Seek the king's way of thinking. If I think like the king, if I talk like the king, when was the last time you heard God talk? Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna make it happen. You don't need to because he already knows. He knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. He is the Alephov, he is the Alpha Omega all at one time. And you, you, you are important. He saw to it that you came into this earth. I don't care how you came. I don't care if you came by a crack mama. I don't care if uh, uh, you came by a rape daddy. I don't care what it is that you came by. God said, this person is coming into this earth. Uh, it may not be the entryway, but oh my God, they're coming in. They're coming in and they have a purpose. If, well, I came in through sin. Don't you know everybody came in through sin? Everybody was born as a sinner. Everybody was a sinner. The Bible says if you say that you've never sinned, you a lie. And you don't even know how to tell the truth. But you are important. You are valuable. And I want you to think on that way. I want your thoughts to change your beliefs. I want your beliefs to I want you to start to think about who you really are, what God says about you, what the word of God says about you and what Dr. Baker is saying about you. I'm saying you're worth something. I'm saying you can change. I'm saying that there is purpose and destiny for you. You don't have to see it right now. It really doesn't matter. I'm in a, I'm in such transition and I'm loving it. Why am I loving it? Because I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what our next step is I don't know what the step after the next step is I got one uh, one instruction and I'm gonna follow that instruction and by the time I finish that instruction I guarantee you that the other one will come okay you can tell I'm passionate about you I'm passionate about you it's not being passionate about something but it's being passionate about you Um, God <clears throat> Uh, you don't have to figure out how I got into this position. What happened to me here? Uh, how did I get this? What, what, what's these things just change? Just, just decide to uh, quote the word of God to yourself. Get in the mirror, do some mirror therapy. I'm always telling my patients to do mirror therapy, get in the mirror uh or, or 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 put this tape back on or whatever it is however it is that you do and you continue to listen to it and listen to me the miracles that you're going to have the miracles are emotional miracles quit worrying about all this stuff in the world quit worrying about all this physical stuff get your insides right first and 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 watch everything that you need from the outside will manifest itself. And that's not one of those those uh, uh satanic type things. That's what the word of God says. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And I am really out of time. I, well no, I may have a couple of seconds left, but anyway, I'm out of time. And uh this is Dr. Baker J Baker with Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way. Happy uh Merry Christmas. Enjoy yourself and be and 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 believe right, the Kingdom Bye. Way. I gotta go. And I'm Dr. Bye. Baker J Baker, and we're almost at New Year's. We're almost at the end of this calendar year. So, Father, we thank you and praise you that you have brought us this far and you're taking us all the way through. I thank you and praise you for the people that are watching this. I thank you and praise you for those that use the advice that you gave them uh, last week and and got through, went through Christmas uh, in victory. And I thank you that because we're coming into this new year, People are planning to tell a whole lot of lies about what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to stop doing all these things, all these lies that they're telling and have no real intentions of following through. But we're going to talk about single mindedness. And I thank you that you're leading, guiding and directing me in order to do this in Jesus name. Amen. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about single mindedness, getting through as uh, getting through the holidays, uh, being of one mind. Many times, New Year's Eve, New Year's week. Here it is. We talk about it. You eat like a hog all week. You did that on Christmas and you're still eating like that. Okay. Like there's no tomorrow. Like uh, food is a scarcity and it's not. All right. So you've overeaten, not because you were hungry, but uh, you've you've done all of those things. And so you're feeling bad. So now you're going to lie and say, I'm going to go to the gym. Oops, never mind. You can't go to the gym because there's a disease going on or there's a plan, pan, whatever kind of stuff going on. Anyway, oh, well, I'm going to, I I bought all of this stuff. I'm going to go on a fast. I'm going to do all of these things. Stop lying to yourself. Start to live where it is that you're satisfied with who you are and whatever changes that you need to make, whatever changes that you decide to make, you can only keep up those things if you think that you're worth it. Okay, just just listen to this. (sighs) uh, I've had a lot of things in my life that... I've looked at, and um, my daughter she uh, she'll probably tell you on one of her programs what it is that she went through. Okay, she was uh, uh, she she was she was fat. And she started to look at herself as being, you know, just, just this fat person that my gosh, I got all this weight to lose, you know, a hundred pounds or 50 pounds or 70 pounds or whatever it was, you know, and I look old and I look terrible and I look this and I look that. And she judged herself the way that she saw it, not the way that she was going to be, not the way that God saw it. Because let me, let me just tell you something. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about fat for right now. Okay. I can take a roast and some people can look at it as being real fat, okay, oh, it's got all this fat around it, but you see, I look at it as putting it into one oven and putting it up there high so that the fat melts off. Why? Because I have one way that I'm going to do this. There isn't any piece of meat that I can't work with. I don't care how tough it is, I don't care how fat it is, I don't care what it is, all right. Uh, I can, I can use it and I can cook with it. Okay. Many times what happens is this. We look at ourselves as a commodity. We look at ourselves and what we're thinking is this. I'm not sellable. I'm not resellable. I'm not acceptable. Nobody will buy me. Nobody will want me. Nobody, you start thinking of it in all of those ways. Nobody will buy into what it is that I believe, how it is that I do. And so you set yourself up. So therefore, I'm going to lose this weight. Well, I tell people, you need to stop losing weight because anything you lose, you go after to find. Anything that's precious to you and all that fat has been precious because you have spent a lot of money and a lot of time to get it, okay? So whether it's smoking, all those cigarettes that you've smoked for all of those years, all of those different things. I've had patients, I've had clients, that uh were told if you don't stop smoking you'll get cancer got cancer and still smoke well i got it now and i'm going to die from it so i might as well continue so they did not they, they did not think about the health they did not think of health i want you to change the way that you're thinking we talked about this last last week you are a trichotomy you are a spirit that controls a mind and lives in a body you, if, if you're born again, your spirit man is stronger than any other part. But what you have to do is to get your mind to buy into it. If your mind does not buy into what your spirit knows, then your flesh will lead you in directions that you don't want to go. All right. God is saying this. When he's talking about seeking the kingdom first and the kingdom way of doing things, And then everything that is needed for your life will be added to you. Let's really, let's dissect that a little bit. (laughs) What's being said is this. As you seek the kingdom of God, as you seek the thoughts of God, as you seek the ways of God, as you seek the language of God, the culture of God, then. Uh, uh then then you will know a direction in which to go let's talk about the thoughts of God let's talk about the righteousness of God let's talk about God's ways it's the way God thinks I want to think like God thinks I want to think about my body the way God thinks about my body God sees my body as the way that he created it and when I start seeing it that way then my 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 attitude my my appetite, all of those different things will start to fall in line. And I will look at the things that I, that I I eat. I will look at the things that I put into my body as being necessary, not as, as being so that it is a ruler over me. Anything that you got to have, it rules over you. This is the reason that I tell people, if you, you know, oh, I, I really want a husband. I really want a wife. Oh, I'm just so tired. We talked about this last week a bit. I'm so tired of being alone. I'm so, that's that song too. I'm so tired of being alone. Anyway, I'm not going to sing for you. But anyway, here's that song. I'm so tired of being alone. And then what happens is you take anything. You get so hungry that you eat anything. Uh, and, and I mean this spiritually. I mean this emotionally. I mean this in every aspect of your life you eat a lie. I don't know. I've had people, I've dealt with the criminally insane. I've dealt with a whole lot of people and clients, but one of the things that some of the criminals have told me, especially rapists and and, uh, um, uh, people that have killed multiple people, I guess they call them serial killers now and whatever it is, is that they can see the weaknesses in those people that they abducted. They can see the weaknesses in those people that they rape. They can see the fear. I want you to get rid of the fear. When you get rid of the fear, then you're able to overcome any and everything. And then you won't have to make a lie. You will say today, this is what I'm going to do. Today, this is what I'm going to do. The Bible says in Matthew six, it says, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Okay, well, I'm not gonna do this for the next six months. You have just lied to yourself. I'm not going to do this, this moment and this moment I choose, and this moment I choose, and this moment I choose. And every moment that you choose to obey what it is that you really want, what you have written down about yourself, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. What parts of you get stronger? Your mind gets stronger. Your thoughts are single-minded. Your thoughts are not going in all of these other directions. I'm known for being able to help get plans to help people to Uh, 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 get rid of weight not to lose weight but to get rid of it so that it goes away and never comes back never never ever comes back why is that because what's happening is a lifestyle change I want to help you make lifestyle changes to stay focused on one thing and that's on finishing your race whatever race it is that God has planned for you being uh, able to do what you need to do authentic recovery is a result of freedom from the lies that reside at the roof of the life controlling problems that you have. And how you believe, and how you allow the therapon himself to come in and work in you, this will help you to accomplish this. Remember the therapon is God, is Jesus, and he is the ultimate healer. He is the changer of life. He is the one with the power, the authority, the ability to do this. Now listen to this again. Authentic recovery. I'm going to recover. What did he do? He came to make restoration. He came to restore us to our right place. Adams, male and female, had no problem with the problems that we have in the garden until they started to think differently. They started to think differently. From their creator. Here it is. God is my creator. And he told me. I want you to think like me. Now he says. Let this mind be in you. Okay. That was in Christ Jesus. It was also in him. And this mind. That was in him. He thought. He didn't think that he was ripping it off. He didn't think he was robbing of it. He knew that this was the mind that was God's mind, and God intended him to have that mind uh, in the earth. I'm talking about Jesus the man, intended for him to have that mind even at creation. The mind that Adam gave up and took on this other mind, this physical carnal mind, is the mind that had him to feel shame. They were in the garden. They were naked. They were transparent. But there was no shame, no shame at all. But when they when they started to believe differently, when they disobeyed, what was their natural nature was to think like God. When they started thinking like a serpent, when they started thinking like a demonic thing, when they started to think religion. When they started to doubt who God was, who God is, and the power and the love that God is, then they started to think differently. I guarantee you every habit, everything that you have to recover from, recovering your sanity, okay? This is what we're after, recovering your sanity. I have walked in this insane way. I have walked in this crazy way in my life. And now I am going to recover my right mind. What is your right mind? It is the mind of God. It is the mind of Jesus. It's the mind of Christ. If I can't have his mind, then why does he have me sitting in the places in him? Why am I in him? If I am the body of Christ, then there is a head of Christ and that head is not this carnal head. I don't think like that. Otherwise, you cannot live in the kingdom. You're not a kingdom citizen. You're not operating in the kingdom citizen because the kingdom of God, God is a theocracy. Uh, uh, He is not a Democrat. He is not Republican. He is not uh, uh, where I do what I want to do. It's my thing, and I do what I want to do. You can't tell me who to knock rock it to, shock it to, whatever it is, okay? That's the attitude many people have. They don't say it like that because they're too religious or they're too pious or whatever the heck it is, okay? But that's why this program is called Tell It Like It Is, all right? But it's the kingdom way. And so what it is is this. The king is saying this. You have to remember who you are positioned in. Uh, Most uh, Okay, let me read you this. Now, I've given you some scriptures so you know that this is about God. Uh, It's been my experience and most believers experience in life that life-controlling problems and struggles uh, that we struggle with is called positional identity disorder. Okay, that's what they do. It's a PID thing. And uh, it's all uh, it it it's uh, uh, it's it, it's an in the list of spiritual and emotional problems that have their root in this positional identity disorder. Okay, if you don't know where you're positioned, if you don't know what it really means to be seated in Him in Christ Jesus, and and let me let me just back up for a minute. Oh gosh, I am so weary of feeling empathy for people that are trying to fake it because they don't know who they are and their shame you say i didn't want to tell nobody that i don't believe this i'd rather for someone to come to me and say you know what i just got a problem with god i got a problem believing i have a problem You know, rather than quoting all these scriptures and, 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 and I I see it in, uh, you know, I oversee uh, congregations and I oversee things and people talk all this stuff and they, they quote all these scriptures. And I'm thinking, why don't you just, I'm asking, why don't you just get one, one scripture that you get down on the inside of you is a heck of a lot better than all of these that you're just spouting and no faith at all in it. And here it is. Uh, 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 you know, here it is. I can blow them down because all it is is paper. They ain't even got no paperweight. Okay. No paperweight at all. and even two pound paper. I don't know what comes under that stuff, but it's like that paper you can see through. Be honest with yourself, honest with God, so that you can achieve what it is that you want to achieve. So that when you get to New Year's Eve, which we're almost there, when you get to that day and then you get to that next day, uh, uh, that you know who it is that you are and what you're going after. Just pick one thing. Paul said this, this one thing I do, forgetting those things that are behind me, but I press towards this mark. Get your mark clear. Get your mark clear as to what it is that you're going to do, where it is you go. One little small thing, one little small thing. I told you last week, I think it was, that God had given us one instruction. He says, uh, on my car, it says a certain thing. And, um... He says, what I want you to do is I want you to get these people in this car and I want you to ride up and down these streets of the city that you live in. I want you to run up and down, ride, ride, not run, ride up and down the streets and I want you to prophesy. I will prophesy through you. And then some of the streets I want you to rename. I I know that there is going to be people that we prophesy to. I know that these things, but he didn't say get out and do this and get out and do that. He said, ride. Right, and he says, "This is my first step." So the whole thing of it is, is this: I have to walk in obedience in that one step. And I know myself. I know my daughter. I know my granddaughter. I know Crystal. I know these different people. And my other daughter. I know all of these. I mean, you know, here it is. We can. Oh my gosh, that person out there. Maybe we should go and talk to this one. Maybe you should go and talk to this one. Maybe she. These thoughts will run, but the thing of it is, is this: we will stick. To what it is that he said to do where it's just like the Bible I'm not going to add to it and I'm not going to take anything uh, from it and you say oh my gosh last week you were so excited this week I'm trying to put something in you so that you can walk through the year okay last year that was breaking up the follow ground I mean last week this week is about uh, now let's do some planting okay this is what's called planting okay Um, uh, many times you're struggling with God and his forgiveness He has forgiven everything that you have ever done past, present, and future. I have one daughter that is constantly saying, there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. And I said to her, stop saying that you're working with all the condemnation you're feeling. And so you want to let you want to pray and prophesy. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation to those who in Christ who walk after the spirit and obey what it is and walk according to the purpose that he has in your life. And if you're walking in the purpose that he has for your life, which is life and life more abundantly, you already know that there is no condemnation. Nobody can heap that on you. Condemnation comes from the inside out. Okay. When you when you get that Christ has already forgiven you, He's given you. You say, "Well, He hasn't forgiven me for what it is that I'm going to do." Well, then He never could have forgiven you. You couldn't have got uh, uh, born again then, because I guarantee you, you weren't. If you're around here now, you sure wasn't around when He was on the cross. You weren't physically around then. So why do you have such a difficult time that he has forgiven you for past, present, and 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 all of those sins, okay? All of those mishaps. He has forgiven you. God, I agree with you that this is forgiven. Or I agree with you. Well, what if I sin today? God, I agree with your with, with your deliverance for this, and I thank you that I'm overcoming this. I thank you for that. I I I thank you for that. And now what you have to do is to deal is to deal with your emotions, your emotions that you have for this because you were really grieved. You were really sorry about what it was that you did. But that's between you and your human soul, okay? Uh, 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 And and he accepted you in his beloved. Now is your choice. Now is your choice to think the way he thinks. If we're not thinking the way he thinks, we're going to fail at everything. You're going to fail at that diet, okay? You're going to fail at that drug thing. You're going to fail at that marriage. You're going to fail at everything because you see yourself as a failure. The only way that you can see yourself as an overcomer, the only way that you can see yourself as a success is to recognize that God loves you and that you have already been forgiven. And whatever it is that you got to walk over, whatever it is that you have to walk through, whether you're sitting in prison, whether you're sitting in a, Uh, 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 A classroom, whether you have no job, whether you got a great job, whatever it is, it's not something that God is not already in. If he is in you and you are in him, you're agreeing with what he says about it. It has a kingdom of God purpose. And what we have to do when you get the mind of Christ, when you start thinking like he thinks, when you start walking after the things that he wants you to walk after, all of those other things that you have need of, they are added to you. The people are added to you the situations are added to you, the houses is added to you, the cars, whatever it is that you need. But you got to remember one thing that it's for a kingdom of God purpose. It is not for me to gloat. It is not for me to tell people how great I am. It is not for me to have be puffed up like a big uh, 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 baby Huey or whatever it is. It's time for us not to be baby Hueys being all this big stuff, all these big talks. But then when you get home, and you crying like a baby because you can't even change your own diaper so it's time to get out of those diapers it's time to be able to put on your big girl big boy pants and pull yourself up you know what i'm talking about i ain't gonna say this on the program but at any rate to pull it up so that you can walk with all the chutzpah you can walk with all the power and the authority that god has you to walk with you have to be positionally believers are absolutely and excellent they are, they uh are, uh they are absolute excellent you are not just a human you are a spirit and your spirit man knows no distance your spirit man knows no limits none 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 stop limiting yourself because every time you limit yourself your mind goes here and there and everywhere oh okay because we are in Christ and his righteousness is in us, it is imputed in 2 Corinthians uh, 5, 21 and Philippians 3 and 9. What happens is this, is that we recognize that we are exactly uh, uh, our spirit man is exactly all that we are to be, and it releases everything that we need it to release in order for us to get from point A to point B. And stop listening to preachers, apostles, prophets, pastors, 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 teachers, or whoever it is that tried to get you to compromise. Stop it stop it well you know when people start coming well you know just tell them let me drown you in that well just think that okay do not allow god says this all things are possible to those who believe with christ all things are possible all things are possible because of where you're seated because of who you're in All things are possible. And the things that you're most of the time thinking about are things that he put in your heart. He put in your mind. He put in your spirit. And here it is. And I've been one of those people that have told people, well, it was because you didn't want to see them hurt. Right? Uh, You just hurt them. You just hurt them. Why is that? Because you want them to walk with your disbelief. I had to cut that crap out of my life. I just had to cut it out. Because I'm saying, okay, if that's what God has said for you to do, and if that's what you believe, and and what's the first step? What has he told you? What has he told you to do? Well, I don't know. Well, then you better go and find out the first step. Well, I need more than that. Well, if you need more than that, then you didn't hear from God. Because he says, I will lead you line upon line, precept upon precept. I'm going to change your perception. Your perception of something does not change all at one time. I guarantee you it doesn't. He says, I'm going to lead you step upon step. That's line upon line. Okay. I'm going to change your perception from this to this. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. I'm changing it. People tell this lie. Well, people don't like change. I love change. Well, when people get older, they don't like change. I guess I'm never going to get older. Cause I love change. Why is that? Cause I don't want to stay like I am. I don't want to stay in the same position who wants to stay in the same position? Who wants to keep preaching to the very same people all the time? Who wants to have the same patients or the same clients all the time? I do not want them. I want fresh faces. Most of my clients are men. I like to see new men to be able to help and to be able to, to uh, uh, help them to do what it is that they want to do. I don't I don't care how much money you're paying me. I don't care what, uh, what that is. I do not want you to stay in therapy forever. This is not a uh, uh, a lifetime therapy. That is not who I want you to be. I want you to graduate. I want you to go from one thing to the other. I want you to accomplish. I want you to come back and show me and tell me what you accomplished and how the words that God spoke from me. Many of my clients are non-believers. And so I still use the same thing with them. They just don't know where it comes from. Oh, they think I'm brilliant, which I am because I obey God. I listen to his mind. I have the mind of Christ. And And I have to work to keep the mind of Christ. It is not easy in in my flesh because I want to think out of this carnal mind. And and I have to fight. So I'm breaking all the stuff that I've said to you until here, uh, until then, from last week and then this week. I want you to get this. You have to fight to come into this place of rest. you got to fight the thoughts that you have. You have to, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the fight that says, I have faith. I have the faith of God. And I believe what God has said. I believe what he has done. I believe what he is manifesting. I believe what I am doing that he has done. He has done it all. When people keep saying, God's going to do, God's going to do, God's going to do this for you. God's going to do this for you. Uh No, God is not playing catch up. God has put us in this time capsule and in this time capsule he has provided and he has done everything that he is going to do. He met, he he did he finished it before he started it. He's already done that and that's the way you and I have to start to think. We have to start to think with the mind of Christ. Jesus was crucified even before the foundation of the earth. Jesus was born, he had to be born before the foundation of the earth to be crucified before the foundation of the earth. So the Christmas that we just celebrated, you have to understand all of that was done before the foundation of the whole earth. And I tell you, if you're lonely, if you need help or whatever it is, we're here to help you. Our phone numbers and things are on there. I think otherwise it's uh, 408-945-4439. I'm Dr. Baker J. Baker. Our website is www.mtem.org. Call us, write us, whatever it is. And I love you. And I will see you next year. Bye-bye.